G'day ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm Steve Irwin from Beyond the Grave. You're listening to the most ponderous and regressive podcast on the internet, Game Punches. Crikey, she's a big one. Welcome to episode 127 of the Game Punches podcast. Game Punches is the most regressive and ponderous podcast on the internet, and my name is Fraser. And my dog is growling at someone across the street for what? Like he likes this. Like he, he's the nicest dog in person, but when he is behind window, like a, like a window, he's like, I'm gonna growl and bark at you, and there's nothing you can he, do. Like a car driver, right? Exactly, like a car driver or just someone walking down the street. Sir, why don't you just why don't you go sit down? You've eaten. You've eaten. Everything's great. You're fine. You've got your. You've got your four hundred dollar love sack that has become your bed. Why don't you just go? There's no sense in growling. He can't hear you. How uh, is your dog spoiled? Oh yeah. Oh god yeah. I am a crazy dog person, and I I've never like I grew up as a cat person, and I never had any interest in dogs. And then my wife was like, I want to get a dog, and I was like, All right, well, you can have a dog. But it is your responsibility, and I fucking know. Like, I love you're this. in deep, eh? I I love this stupid animal so much. I, we cook for him because he's allergic to everything. So I literally oh, every, yeah. once a week I cook for him. Yeah, no, I understand that. I mean, I can remember I was recounting this story to. I always this my story is that I can remember coming back from university one year, and uh, my mum's sitting there cooking some uh, coley fish fillets up on the <laughs> uh, on the stove with some nice rice for the dog. And like literally, and this is no joke. The, the, the dog was literally eating better than I was. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's the, that's the I, look I get every time I go to the store because people are like, "Why are you buying?" Because we just, I mean, we cook them just beef and rice, and they're like, "Why are you just buying beef and rice?" And I'm like, "Oh, because this is it's for my dog." And they're like, "Your dog eats better than I do." <laughs> it's so true. Oh, bless him. So you've had a good week. I have, I have, and I have uh, you had a good two weeks. I've actually. had a good two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, a... I forgot to do my alternative intro. Welcome to the Game Bunders <laughs> podcast, where nobody seems to want to turn up anymore. <laughs> two men enter b- because there's only two of us. This is fine. That's uh, fine. Yeah, last minute too. Like literally, the last minute and the last hour, both for, uh, both uh, Steve and uh, John have dropped out. Yes, that's a good point. We usually forget to mention those who are not with us anymore. Uh, Steve yes. has... John, uh, John a, Steve. Not Steve's... Either. Oh, work. I think he's work now. That was the the latest one. But he was a victim of air conditioning failure, um, which he thought might be causing some problems as his whole family was being moved in an emergency situation down to the coolness <laughs> of the basement. I can't... I, well, <laughs> I, no, I mean, to be fair, I cannot imagine living without air conditioning. Like, I just... 
If it's if it's hot, like I need air con- like even if it's humid, even if it's like cool but it's humid, I like to have the air conditioning on just to suck the the humidity out of the air. Yeah. Well, you're probably you're Chicago way, so you're probably around about similar to us. No, you guys, are, a... you guys are cooler. You guys are definitely cooler. Toronto's got a much yeah. nicer, much nicer uh, weather. We don't, we don't hit. We'll get hot and we'll get nice summers or whatever. It, but humidity-wise, it won't get too brutal. It might get brutal for a week or two. Yeah, it That's... can get, it can get pretty brutal here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, although I am getting softer now. I will run my air conditioning at the drop of a hat now. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Carbon footprint to hell with you. Oh, I'm not worried about carbon footprints anymore. <laughs> uh, John's not with us. He shied off, cried off. Some sort of uh, family minute. thing. I didn't see a reason, but I'm sure he has one. So, families, there you go. Yes, that's what you guys get for having children. See, that's why I'm avoiding that. That way I can never yes. miss a show. Or when I miss a show, I have to come up with a real reason instead of just being <laughs> like, Oh, be sorry, a... family! A real humdinger. Wife. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, I guess I do have that. So, uh, right, okay. I had uh, been listening. We've had some good references on podcasts recently. Yeah. Um, There was a great uh, shout out on the by the same coin guys at the end of uh, their last episode, which was fantastic from uh, Chris. That was brilliant. And I was listening to the veteran gamers the other day, and and we and the game punchers popped up. Derek Sions had sent in to. uh, to those guys, a top five swearing podcasts list, which <laughs> um, I just listened to. I, I was just, you know, blindly listening away and didn't think anything of it until we cropped up and made second place, <laughs> which was blinding. Um, I think he had on there, well, it's all the usual suspects that we seem to be hearing about. Boss, I think Boss Wave were fifth. Uh, they're very nice. They're too nice, those guys. Veteran gamers and overseas connections, I think, tied yeah. for, or did they tie? No, I don't think so. I think no. they were four and three. Four and three. It was lousy at gaming in there, I think, as well, maybe. Oh, maybe. I can't remember. I did my pa- my homeworks. I haven't done my homework properly. But we made number two only to lose to Giant Bomb. We, we will try better for next time. You're a fan of Giant Bomb. I am. I'm a big fan If I'm fan not of mistaken. I listened I to my first one about a month ago, but I got about an hour in. I didn't stick with it. It wasn't bad. No, it's it's very much a cult of personality pod like you kind of have to know the people if you're not going to stick with it for you know two or three weeks learning the personalities of people then then it's not it's not going to do anything uh, placky has the same problem he that's, can listen to it for like an hour and then be like eh, i don't care anymore. yeah but it, i think that's true with a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. i mean we've seen you know i was hearing somebody today so was saying i don't I, I had a friend up from new york she said i love listening to your podcast but as soon as you start talking about games i switch off Right, so she probably makes about ten minutes in every one. Hmm. Uh, somebody else was saying, you know, as long as they like the presenters, it doesn't really matter about the game. So, right. Yeah, so, yeah, I understand that. I should be. I should be. I, but you know what? Uh, the thing about Giant Bomb, like each one of those, is about three hours, right? Yes, that's. I mean, that's the other thing is that it's very much a. It's not just a quick in and out. It is an investment of time. But man, once you get it's, into it, three hours is great. Yeah. Well, when I was on holiday, three-hour podcasts were beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, um, fantastic. Back in the real world, <laughs> it's not not so easy. So. Back in the world of children um, and families. 
Yeah, although you know what? It's really weird. On Friday nights, I can find myself easily. On a Friday night, we put the kids to bed. I can go and sit upstairs and I can just listen to a podcast for two, two hours, three hours instead of watching a movie or watching TV or something like that. It's really, really weird how it's changed my my listening habits. But got to squeeze them in somewhere. So. Right. You have a list for us? I do. I have a list, and I think it's a good list. Um I, I I googled video game lists and uh, came upon this one. The only the only caveat to this one is from 2011, so it's not completely up to date. But it's a pretty good list. It is the top ten most horrifying video game enemies. Uh, so, so we'll start at number ten, and I think uh, I think you and I will both agree on this one, and I think probably we'll both agree that it should be a little higher. The poison head crabs from Half Life Two. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty yeah, probably higher. Definitely yeah. a horrifying video game. And those head, those those in particular were just they were they were more brutal than the other head crabs. Like you know, you had the ones that run ran really fast. You had the standard ones, obviously, but then you also had the ones that ran really fast. And those were those were creepy. But there was something about those poison ones. I don't know if it was the noise or the fact that they moved so methodically, or that they were attached to those zombies sometimes that that yes. they threw them at you. <laughs> But, yeah. Are they uh, are they, okay? I don't want to um, try not to spoil the list. Are there any more head crab, head crabs in the top ten? No, nope. That okay. is the only All head right. crab. Okay. Yeah. Head crab. Well, head, yeah, head crabs. Anyway, they're pretty. When they when you first start playing those games, and the head crabs jump at you, jump at you, and you've got to swat them away. Yeah. I mean, once you start getting used to swatting them away, it's pretty cool. Right. But yeah, yeah, nasty. Yes. Uh, so number nine, the slashers from Dead Space. Uh, I guess those were more just like funny. Um, I, uh, they're the I they're the one, Dead Space. They're the main bad guys. The ones that just like have like giant bone daggers for hands and like okay. would just run at you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. How about that? Uh, number eight, <laughs> number eight, witches from Left 4 Dead. I agree. Witches were yes. creepy. Witches were pretty Perfect. creepy. Yeah, no doubt about that. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, number seven, uh, Evil Auto from Berserk. I have no idea what this game is. I never played this game. Oh, poor. That's lame. Okay. <laughs> no, Evil. So Berserk was uh, an arcade title um, where you sort of were faced with a room of robots and you would run in, your little guy with his feet waggling all over the place would run up and down and around and try and shoot these robots well they tried to shoot you and then if you stayed in the room too long the bouncing ball came in and that was evil auto and and, yeah that's terrible choice Hmm. terrible choice a shitty enemy yes um i should swear more try and get us up to that top spot right yeah you know you need to Uh, you need to do your part yeah it's not us that's put us at number two it's that steve guy (laughs) he's got a potty knife Uh, number six. Did you play Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time? Because I did not. Oh yeah, I got okay. that coming up for a discussion later. Oh, all right. Well, Wallmaster. I, I guess I don't know what that is. Uh, Wallmaster. Every Zelda fan has memories of the shadow that grew around you when the Wallmaster was in the chamber. This infamous giant zombie-like hand caused anxiety when traveling through the seemingly a seemingly safe dungeon room. Oh, okay. Yeah, big hand. Eh. Yeah. Nah. No, no. I'll tell you what. You, I would pull from Ocarina of Time would be the um, the skull, the the spider things, right? Uh, no, no, I would say I first thing that I think about is the um, the sort of the standing zombie type things. They don't look, they don't really move very quickly or whatever. But if you 
get in front of them, their gaze will freeze you, and they sort of do this scream, voidy type scream. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They come a bit later on in the game, but they're not in it for very long. Hmm. But um, no, the Wallmaster never s- struck me as anything that would. Um, I didn't lose any sleep over the Wallmaster. All right, next. Well, there you go. Uh, number five, the nurse from Silent Hill Three. Uh, uh, never played it. Sorry. I mean, like uh, the sil- There are there are scary things in Silent Hill. I I don't know. I don't think the nurse is really particularly that scary. It's disturbing, but like that's not scary. Like I feel like scary is one of those things that um. You your anxiety peaks when you see them, as opposed to just being like, oh, well, that's kind of gross. But I mean, whatever. Yeah. I'll- that's why I think the wi- the uh, witch from Left for Dead is such yeah, a great choice. I agree. Because as soon as you're you're sitting there caving your way through these games but as soon as a witch is on the scene you know and you hear the sobbing uh-huh it's like uh, you, you just suddenly you're on yep you're on high alert right god and then game. one of your fr- asshole friends shoots her right exactly oh i didn't know <laughs> or or one of your asshole friends is going for that achievement where you have to shotgun her yeah like there was right, yeah. oh god i, I don't think remember. i ever got that i did try i can't well because like she has like she's invincible until right before the point that she attacks you so you have to like right. time it, and uh, so many runs ruined because people would do that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, number four, the Gatherers from Amnesia, um, Amnesia: The Dark Descent. Did you play Amnesia? I played it, but not very long. Oh God, the Gatherers. Yeah. I didn't. Okay. You didn't dig, didn't dig it. I did not dig it. I hear you. It's not that uh, I was scared of it. Everybody said it's terrible, terrible. I played it. And it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, the I think the problem that amnesia, the first amnesia, suffers from is that it's just not interesting. It's just not yeah, an, it, it, nothing be. really grabs you in that game. I think you're right. But the gathering. I never went to the terrifying. second one. Did you play the second one? I love the second one. I think the second one's. A oh, lot really? Better. Yeah, the second one. Well, the second one's developed by a completely different team. Because um, the original team went on to do this new uh, game uh, that comes out this year. Which name? Whose name now escapes me? Um, but uh, yeah. Soma is the name of the new game. But yeah, the the second one is done by the Dear Esser team, which I was not really struck by Dear Esser, but I really like uh, Amnesia Machine for Pigs. Okay. I will make a point to maybe try that one. Uh, number three, Kusabi from Fatal Frame 2. Everyone talks about how Fatal Frame 2 is this incredible horror game, and I have never played more than 15 minutes of it. Yeah, I played a little bit more than 15 minutes. Um, I can't remember which one I played. It was an Xbox version, hmm. not an Xbox Three version, uh, not an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty version. So, um, probably the first one. Yeah, you I know. thought it was pretty neat, actually. If I it's a cool idea. I don't uh, don't remember finishing it. They're bringing out one for the Wii U that uses like that you use the the control panel as the or the as control the pad as the ca- as the camera. You lift it. Yeah, up. that'll work. Yeah, that'll be all right. I, I'm in for that. Uh, number two, Crimson Head from Resident Evil. These are from the Resident Evil remake. Um, these are the zombies that if you don't kill zombies, sometimes they come back to life as redheaded, as Crimson Head zombies, which are faster, take more ammo. Yeah. Okay. They're scary. Because they'll just be laying in a room, and then you'll walk in and, oh, shit, zombie. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with them. But if it's Resident Evil, it gets my vote. Yeah. 
Uh, and then number one, uh, and this is like this is the gimme, and I and I don't I don't agree with it, but it's Pyramid Head with from Silent Hill Two. Pyramid Head's a terrifying character, uh, but he is not. He's not terrifying because of the way he looked. Like you, the the reason he's terrifying is if you get into the actual like the guts of that story, what he represents is terrifying. But mm-hmm. him, the character, is not that terrifying. He's not 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 horrifying or terrifying or whatever. Yeah, I'm very familiar with seeing pictures of him. I'm not familiar with... I haven't played any of the Silent Hill games, I don't think. Uh, I, you know, I would tell you you're not missing much because those are games that I think people remember fondly, um, but don't necessarily... Like, it's the, it's, the, it's the same thing that, like from, you know, the original Resident Evil games where, like, if you played them when they were, when they were new, you get... There's much more... There's that sense of nostalgia that kind of covers up the fact that they're kind of poorly translated, and this dialogue's kind of dumb, and that and that like has the the tendency to actually pull you out of being immersed in the game. But I mean, right? Uh, I love Silent Hill too. I think Silent Hill two is a fantastic game. I don't think that it's a game that holds up very well. But yeah. So there it is, the list. Any, anybody you think is missing off that list? You've been had maybe two weeks to mull over that list. Uh, you know, the problem is, is that it's not up to date, and I've played some pretty terrifying stuff since. The the brothers, the, the, the twin brothers from Outlast are pretty fucking terrifying. Okay, um, I haven't played that. Hmm. I've got to get to that. Yeah, that's, that, is a, that, is a, that is a scary game. I mean, there was something else that I played recently that was... What about really... the alien in Alien? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That, but that's, that, I, I chalked that up to... Um, I have a thing with that alien. Like I just, I that 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 alien upsets me on a like a, a childhood level. Like there was, there's something about that thing that just that terrifies me. Not because, because, because you know, Placky doesn't have that same reaction, and you know, John didn't have that same reaction. But for me, like I, I had trouble playing through that game because I was so terrified of the alien. You have a history with it. I have a history with it. Um, I can't think. There was something else that I played recently that that uh had something scary in it but it wasn't nothing evil within i didn't you know what i did not like the evil within as much as you did i played it for i got to the the, the little town and i was like okay i've seen enough of this one yeah fair enough yeah (sighs) so yeah there it is horrifying good list good list we like a good list horrifying list uh okay so let's go on to what we've been playing and I'm looking down here, and your list is bigger than my list. In fact, most of my list I don't really... I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll run through my list briefly because it's okay. going to be a brief list because most of it I talked about before. So Escape Goat, on my quest to finish games, I finished Escape Goat. And? Um, uh, I'm pleased that I finished that. There some very challenging puzzles in, but I finished every room, and then I got to the end, and it gave me... Like, you basically are presented with six rooms, and in each... Was it more? Anyway, however many it was. And then in each of those, there's six puzzles to figure out. And that'll open, finally, it'll, at one point, I think if you complete maybe sort of like 80% of them, it will open the main door. And I got, But I finished all of them, and I got the main door open. And then it gave me ten more puzzles. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. And so I, I got through all those finally and finished the game. And it gave me end credits. As far as I'm concerned, that's game over. Yeah. End credits gave me like I died 350 times and it took me four and a half hours or whatever it was but then it unlocked a new mode which was the intensive purposes and I say intensive 
because I know it's intents and purposes, uh, but they call it intensive purposes, uh, which is just a whole basically new game opened up. I'm not including that as part of the I have to finish it. No, if you got uh, credits, that's that's game over. Everything else yeah. is New Game Plus. I don't care what it is. New Game Plus, yeah, great, brilliant. Okay, so that's done. So I definitely got my value, my $1.50 out of that game. Brilliant. <laughs> I could be at some point be going on to a scapegoat 2, which is out there. <laughs> Uh, so that's great. I played a lot more Ori in the Blind Forest. I've been um, still totally enamored with that game. It's brilliant. Um, I took a little bit of a break over the last few days, so I need a chance to get back into that. But I will get that finished. I'm, I think I'm about two-thirds of the way through. Have you gotten the – I can't remember what power-up it is. There was a power-up that was like, okay, my, my, my brain doesn't work with this power-up. Like I literally can't make it do – what I wanted to do, and I can't remember what it was. It was something to do with oh, the one where like you can, you can slash in like a vertical line, and you can hit projectiles and use them to like bounce through them to get higher. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if projectiles are coming at you, you can hit the Y button, and then it'll give you an option to target your direction you're going to f- right. fire off that projectile. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and if, and for a while, I was like, oh man, what this. Yep. is hurting my brain a bit but once i had it nailed it's um really good really yeah maybe cool. i should go back and finish that because that's where i'm at that is yeah. i just got you ha- yeah and you have to get that mechanic down because if you don't you're going to be missing out on sections and right yeah i'm way past that way past that lots of um up- upgrades since then so um wonderful game continue with that call of juarez gunslinger oh god um, i love this game which uh have we talked about this i don't think maybe you haven't been on when i've been talking no about not it. you I and i talk- we have not talked about it no i talked about it with john uh yeah um, that's good it's free on playstation plus so maybe but i'm not actually playing it on that i'm playing it on my pc it looks brilliant on my pc mm-hmm. it's just running running great and uh it just really it looks beautiful yeah and uh, and just uh, just a great little story like it, you know it's nothing it's nothing special but the way that it's told with the unreliable narrator and everything, and then, like, if he decides that he needs to alter the story and the level alters around you because of that, I don't know. I thought that was all really clever. Yeah, it is really clever. And, uh, you know, I just got, I just had one part where he's sitting there chatting away, and then he just goes, i got to go to the toilet. And he goes off to the toilet, and then the two guys he's telling the story to are sitting there going, he's so full of shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's brilliant. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so that's great. And um, I can't be too far off the end of that. Um, no, it's not very long. Uh, two or three I'm, hours, I think, tops. Yeah, I'm quite a way through. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've been playing it for longer than that, but I'm quite a way through. Uh, but I'm pretty adept with the guns now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a good, fun shooter. Mm-hmm. Right? Feels good. Yeah, it does. It does. I know I just got like uh, – um, I just leveled up to maximum my rifle, so I got the gold gold rifle, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and I've just slaughtered plenty of Indians. Right. You know, not, not far not, – long before we got on to do the podcast so. <laughs> great stuff um yep so i'll have that done soon and uh lego worlds yeah tell me about this because you you just bought this just came out yeah unfortunately i'm not gonna be able to tell you too much because i i saw it and i downloaded it now one of the th- one of the things i had no idea this was coming out and i was just sitting down eating my eating my porridge uh the other morning and somebody on Twitter had said they just bought it, and, and their tweet their tweet said at that price, how could I not? So I well, I don't even know what this is. So I looked, and it's like sixteen bucks, fifteen sixteen bucks. 
Um, but it's early access, so it's my it's Lego's answer to Minecraft. <gasps> okay. Oh. Um, in a way, but I'm gonna put my hands up right now, and I'm telling you, I can't tell you whether I haven't played enough of it to tell you whether that's true or not. Um, the person who has uh, is in bed, <laughs> which is my son, um, so he knows. So I left it with him, and I asked him yesterday evening what he thought of it. And he said it's pretty good, and I came home today, and uh, he's not supposed to be playing without permission. But I went downstairs, and it's all been all loaded up. He's been playing it this afternoon. So this, there's something in it. Um, but it's very much like uh, – it looks like the normal Lego games that we're used to. You know, the same um, – right. you, you can smash things up, and uh, you get the little um, – Lego studs will go into your bank, so it's keeping a track. This is one of the main things I noticed: is that you have to buy everything. So if you want to build a house or get plans or anything like that, it looks as though you have to pay studs for them. And uh, so you can smash stuff up and collect studs, and I guess you can find studs elsewhere. But I, like I said, I've only played, only seen it, or, you know, maybe a, maybe a few minutes of glancing at it. But I did load it up. It ran like a dog. Um, I don't think it looks that great. I think it still needs to be optimized. But this is the thing. It's early access, right? Mm. So, um, I did not realize it was early access. Yeah, so that's the thing. So I think the price is right now, and I wouldn't be surprised me if that gets bumped right up. So, yeah. and, and they'll be introducing stuff as they go along and making tweaks. So I'm, I'm giving it a bit of leeway. It didn't run. It was janky. It was really juddery and whatever. I played around with the settings and got it working a little bit better. Um, but it's just basically an open Minecraft type open world that looks like it's made out of Lego. Mm-hmm. So it's much more finer because it's not Lego. It's not Minecraft blocks, so it's much more defined. Um, because obviously Lego blocks are smaller. Um, my but my son's been running around. He, you encounter people. You're you're automatically seem to be unlocking things that you can select from the start. So as soon as you start, you walk up to a tree you you have now unlocked the tree whatever that means interesting like it's something that you can now access to buy and use maybe um so that all that is going on a lot when you're just starting off for the for when i was running around briefly um but into i'm sure there's tons of depth i, I have no doubt that some people are going to get a hold of this and do amazing things i'm just not quite sure what that's going to be yet or it's early days so we shall see it's a terrible review, and my apologies. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could grab my son and get him to chat about it. Uh, but um, I'll sit down with it at some point, and I'll have a bit more to talk about it next week. But it's one right. to watch for sure. And I think what's more interesting, and I, find, I found more interesting about it, is the fact that it's, you know, where is, where is Minecraft making all this money from Microsoft? Right. Where is that coming from? Because this is a this is – I mean, there's been lots of clones – and we've seen tons and tons. You can go on the Steam store and you can go wherever and you can find – you could go on the Xbox, you know, Indie Arcade or whatever. And you could find hundreds of, cl- you know, Minecraft-type clones. And they're all pretty shit. But this is just different class. You well, know yeah, it's I mean, going to be different class. I mean, it's, it's Lego. It's, it, it is what you would think Minecraft – like when people watch Minecraft, they're like, oh, this is like Legos. That's right. This is no small pretender that's just arrived on the block. Um, so it will be interesting to see how this one plays out. That's um, sure at some points it'll be coming to the consoles. Right now it's all being developed on – which is interesting. It's going to be developed 
um, on the PC, and those of us who are playing it on the PC will get to, I guess, follow that. So yeah, we shall see. I don't think it will be the the world killer that Minecraft was, but I imagine it will it will do just fine. Yeah, I I probably not. I think it has a has a chance to. Um, it's another thing to take the kids' attention away. What worries me about Minecraft or Microsoft is they have spent an awful lot of money on Minecraft, and I can see my son hasn't picked up Minecraft in a few weeks. Doesn't really talk about it anymore. All the kids are talking. You you don't have kids, right? So you don't. Know no, I know. You don't see it down at the coalface like I do, but there, Terraria is a big one. All the kids. Are oh talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, now. yeah. And that game's ancient. Yeah, but it's just like they're being re- rediscovered, right? And once the word of the bongo drums goes out onto the school field, like Flappy Bird, right? Right. You know, we're, it's, uh, it spreads like diseases and, and head lice, right, with these kids. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> Minecraft – I mean, I think Minecraft have got something coming up at E3. I think we're going to get some sort of announcement from Microsoft, how they can. Well, they have to. I mean, like, they're just sitting on this thing that they paid, whatever, $2 billion for. They have to be doing yeah. something. Something. I think somebody should be shitting themselves. They've paid a lot of money for it. But we'll see. So, yeah, and that's pretty much all I've been playing. So, All right. Uh, we've got uh, the, the the chat is filling up. Um, <gasps> is it? I it even is. looked at the chat. Oh, how exciting. They, they uh, Unfortunately, uh, I guess the feed has been cutting in and out. I don't know if that's me or if that's Twitch, but I need to figure something out. I think uh, my project for this week will be to figure out how to record from my wired PC as opposed to my wireless laptop. Mm. Yeah, Stulex says buffering. Wyatt May says the same. Stulex says he can't hear anything. Bad Twitch. It's going well. Yeah, no, this is everything. Uh, <laughs> gangbusters, as yeah, per no usual. Worries. But, uh, yeah, who's in there? Soul Brother, Wyatt May, Stulek. Yes, the uh, old crowd. Hello, gents. Thank you for stopping by. At this early hour? Yes. Earlier. All right, so I have been playing some video games as well. Um, Nice. I don't want to talk about Wolfenstein too much because (gasps) I feel like we talk about Wolfenstein every week. Um, but I beat so it. Good. It was good. <gasps> you I finished a game? I finished it. I finished Brilliant. Wolfenstein. I don't know who um, designed that final boss, but if there was some sort of in-game transaction that I could make for real money where I could shit in that person's mouth, I would probably go broke. <laughs> because I did not enjoy that last boss <laughs> at all. Uh, it took me a while to get that one done. Um, it's hard. Yeah, that was not not my favorite thing. Um, the only thing I will say about I didn't like the old blood as much as I liked New Order, but um, I feel like the first I don't know first half of the game up until you get to zombie Nazis, it feels like almost and I I've been trying to think of a, a good way to put this all week and I haven't stumbled on it. So it feels like like you're walking around or you're trying to use your like a dislocated shoulder. Like it just doesn't work quite right. Doesn't feel good. But then like once you get to Nazi zombies, it's almost like your shoulder pops into place and everything everything smooths itself out and everything's okay. Yeah. Cuz like I couldn't decide if it wanted to be stealth or if it wanted to be shooter and then once Nazi zombies like you can't really stealth around Nazi zombies so it's just like no no, just go in there. You got you got guns in each hand. You can carry two of them. Just go yeah, in there. Yeah, it didn't do there was a definitely yeah, because at the start of 
which one now? The Old Blood. When you first meet those guys who are electrified but tethered, mm-hmm. um, it gives you a stealth element there. You have to go stealth to get maybe get around the first couple of them. And those guys, you generally had to be a little bit stealthy because right. they really could carve you up. Uh, but it never really got much. Uh, did it get much stealthier? Than that? Well, anytime there, anytime you got the commander stuff, I was always like, all right, I'm gonna stealth this shit because that's what I did in yeah. the first game. And sometimes that was real hard, and that required a lot of loads. Yeah, I had a lot of loads at some points, which I didn't mind doing. No, I, I mean, I, and I think that it, it it doesn't quite have as much. Like, I I really was um, touched by the storyline of New Order. Like, I really liked the characters. I liked the internal monologue stuff, and you don't get a lot of that in. In Old Blood. Uh, uh, the end you do. You get some at the end, which I think is really good. But, like, there's some really good writing in the New Order that they didn't... I mean, because, obviously, the Old Blood is a, is a different feel. It's a different type of game. Um, and they didn't they didn't utilize that as much. Yeah. Brilliant, though. Yeah. I still think it was great. And I mean, for I 20 bucks or whatever it is. It. Yeah. Totally worth it. Yeah, just fine. In fact, I think the whole $20 was worth it just for the bit where... He, I think, where is it? It's probably just past the halfway mark or something where he says, you know, uh, you need to take it careful. Don't kill too many of them. <laughs> Got it. Right. Don't kill, right. The, don't kill <laughs> the Nazi zombies. Got it. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, and the, the way they transform all that stuff. It was really good. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, seriously, it, it, took me, it took me like two weeks to get to the Nazi zombies, and then I beat it that day. Like, it just right. it felt so much better that day. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Uh, two weekends ago, not last weekend, but the weekend before, was a a fighting game tournament called Combo Breaker. I'm not usually um, deep into the fighting game tournament scene, mainly because I find the fighting game community to be uh, real shitty. But uh, Mortal Kombat's got me really into fighting games again. So like, so what happens is usually this happens only during Evo, but because Combo Breaker was this weekend and I was watching Combo Breaker, I download all my fighting games and I go through them all just to see if I can get good at them again. Like Street Fighter and uh, the King of Fighters and I don't know. I, pl- I probably put 10 minutes into each of those games and I don't know why I do it, but I do it every fucking time there's any type of like fighting game tournament that I'm interested in. And I'll do it okay. again when, when Evo happens. All right, so wait, so explain what's Evo then? Evo is the World Series of Fighting Game. Uh, tournaments. There's there's what they call majors. Um, Combo Breaker is a major tournament. There's minor tournaments and major tournaments, but Evo is the major tournament. If you win Evo in whatever game that you enjoy playing, you are considered the best until the next Evo. doesn't matter how many other tournaments you win. Would you be considered the best of the best? The best of, of the, the best. best. The best of the best. That was a terrible movie. That was an awful movie, but I used to watch that as a kid all the time. And I don't remember what that actor's name in, but he was also an American Ninja, which was also yeah. a terrible movie. <laughs> I'm not sure. And American Ninja 2. Um, that was for, like when you're young and you're just like, I need ninja movies. Right, and when you're young and like you have cable and it's just like, fuck it, I'm going to watch whatever is on. I don't care what this is. They're, fi- they're, fi- they're ninjas, they're fighting like Nazi dudes. I'm in. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I played a lot of uh, dumb fighting games. I also played uh, Mortal Kombat. Where is Combo obviously. Breaker? Sorry, I've not finished with my. Oh, uh, it was in Chicago. It was in Chicago. So did you here. go to it? No, I did not. Listen, the fighting game community is uh, one of like the most repulsive communities that I can think of. Uh, really? Sorry for folks that are that are 
deep into the fighting game community, but like uh, there was there was this thing hmm, two or three years ago uh, where uh, Namco had set up this this Twitch stream for to promote Street Fighter Cross Tekken was coming out, and they wanted to promote it, and they had like a they got all these uh, prominent members of the fighting game community um, together. And they had like Team Tekken and Team Street Fighter, and they were they, it was like this kind of like reality show slash I don't know it's a fighting game tournament, but like it was controlled completely by the people that were there. Like Namco didn't have any oversight on it. It wasn't like they hired a production team. It was like the guys doing the fight, playing the fighting games, were also the guys running the cameras and shit like that. And it almost had like this Big Brother feel. But anyway, um, at one point, like. They're literally just, like, harassing this poor girl that's there. Like, right. like just, like, you know, pointing the camera at her chest and, like, at her legs and at her butt and, like, telling her to turn around and, like, just really gross stuff. And they get called out on it. And, like, the this dude, um, his name's Otis, and uh, he was at Combo Breaker and he was doing some of the commentary and fucking he drives me insane. But he was, like, he went to bat for the fighting game community and his retort was, like, oh, well, this is just how it is. Like, if you want to be a part of the fighting game community, like, the, the harassment is part of it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, get fucked, dude. Like, seriously. Yeah. Fucking, are you serious right now? So, yeah. And, like, ever since then, I have just been completely turned off by that whole community because I just think they're just... They're children. It's all. It's all just a group of fucking children who like yell, rape her, when they're when they see someone like playing a, a, a guy and another person playing a girl, and it's like a, a an intense fight. Like it's just yeah. just gross shit like that. And like I'm not super sensitive when it comes to stuff like that. Like I kind of get, but like yeah, it's none just... of it. Well, I mean, none of us are going to stand up and say we're the most politically politically right. correct of the bunch. You know, we've all made slips. We were all boys and adolescents once right. or whatever. But I mean, yeah. You kind of have to look at it and go, you know what? I see why this might be a bad thing, and until you yeah. can do that, like, I, I just I can't I can't get on board with you. So yeah, I did not I did not go. <laughs> Needless to say, I did not go to Combo Breaker <laughs> with your wife. Didn't you <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the dog. <laughs> and the dog. And I brought the dog. Just and I brought a pane of glass just so I could put it in front of him and he could growl at people. <laughs> um. Uh, so yeah, uh, Combo Breaker, uh, great tournaments though. Like I've I've been I've been deep into Mortal Kombat stuff. I really like Mortal Kombat Ten. It is it is top five material for this year for sure. And I've been playing it a lot. I don't want to talk about it again very much because I play I talk about it a lot. But I'm, Tanya, the newest character, just came out on Tuesday, and she is a character that I will never be good at because she is far too complex for me. But you know what? I'm happy that they're adding people to the game. How do you um, do? You have an uh, all-access pass or whatever. Yeah, I have like the season, combat season pass. pass. The combat, combat pass. season pass. Yes. Okay, so if I didn't have a combat season pass, how much would they be charging me for Tanya? Uh, Tanya would cost you, I believe, four dollars, maybe five dollars. I can't remember. Right. But you know what? I know a guy in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that human trafficking? <laughs> <laughs> she arrives in a container. Right. Right. Yeah. And you have to pick her up at dark at night on the docks. Falls right into the fighting game community's uh, mindset. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, and then I also played Killer Instinct uh, because the final patch for Killer Instinct for Xbox One came out. Killer Instinct's a game I, I just I want. Like every six months, I just want to get good at it. And I, and I can't. But they released this patch which had 
that had the last character for season two, but it also had this new, really cool feature. Uh, even though it's really dumbly named, it's called Shadow Labs. And basically, what it is is you set up this profile, and you set it up by fighting. You pick a character, your character that you like, um, and then you fight the computer three times. And in those three times, the computer gets an idea of how you play fighting games and how you play this particular character. And then this character kind of becomes like your your avatar, almost to go out and do shit for you, like like a drive avatar. Um, right, exactly, exactly. It's a drive avatar. Like you can, your friends can challenge your your shadow, or you know, random people can challenge your shadow. You can win uh, prizes with your shadow, like, and you get coins, which I don't know what they do, but I'm sure they do something because it's a free to play game. Uh, and really, like the thing about it is, is that, that it really does do a, a weirdly good job of mimicking, in my case, how bad I am at this video game. Like it makes the <laughs> same mistakes I make. Are you not flush with coins then when you go turn it on the next day? Uh, listen, I bought the whatever the ultra edition is, so I don't I don't need I don't need your plebeian currency. <laughs> I have everything. It's it came unlocked. Is it um, okay, so this is free to play now, is it? It always was. It was it's uh, Killer Instinct's always been free to play. Okay. Um but you can buy the collection for a a fixed price. Right. And I believe it's everything like, can be bought. Right, exactly. Everything um, has a price. Yeah. But yeah, it was crazy how interest like I wish this shit would come to Mortal Kombat because it's it's crazy how my Shadow Jago uh is not very good <laughs> like makes the exact same mistakes I do and like taunts the same way I do, which is really fucking really weird. Um and I was fighting another Shadow uh online the other day and like he teabagged me. The sh- the Shadow <laughs> teabagged me. And I was like, "Are you are you kidding?" Like Someone at Iron Galaxy not only was like, all right, we have to mimic the way that they play. They were also like, and if they're doing teabags, make sure you record that shit, too. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, good stuff. So, yeah, um, if you like Killer Instinct, it's really cool. If you're I good should at check Instinct, it out. I haven't played a fighter game for a long, long time. Yeah, and, I mean, you download it, and it's got one character that's free. Every, and I yes, Wyatt, I should play Super Smash Bros. <laughs> I know I should be playing that, too. Do you play Super Smash Bros? No. I the, that is a game that I've always associated with button mashing. And I know it's not. Like I'm not I'm not I'm, I, ooh, before ooh, before before like, we get angry emails. <laughs> I realize it's not. But like uh, when people are like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm uh, really good." Like the minutia of that game is beyond me. I people like will talk about it. And have you ever like watched people play it like quote professionals play that game? It's 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 ridiculous to watch. I've tried and I have no idea what's going on. Exactly, exactly, yeah. and 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 I still think that they're. I like secretly, I'm like, all that motherfucker's doing is mashing the fucking B button. Like that's all he's doing. But no, there's apparently all sorts of. I can't look. I can't manage frame advantage in fucking Mortal Kombat, where it's like spelled out for me. There's See, the no fact way. That you even know what frame advantage is means you would absolutely oh. wipe the floor. Wait, I mean, you're probably. You've got to be in a top percentage, right, of players. No, of no. Just because I know what frame advantage is does not mean I have, like, any concept of how to utilize it. Like, I couldn't you tell you. About? Everybody knows that if you're a man and you know what understeer, <laughs> you know the word understeer, you can obviously win Formula One races. <laughs> it's true. I have no idea what understeer means, and I will probably never win a Formula One race. Your logic checks out. Yeah. 
and now then, with fighting games, I always got to the point of fighting games where I could play them. Yeah. I could probably hold my own a little bit. But I mean, I'm yeah. not, I never put the time in to, to really... Maybe I'm just not very good. And that's most. That's that's mainly how I am with most fighting games. And it, it takes like a rare fighting game to get me to be like, oh, all right, well, let's actually, let's get good at this. Like I said, the last do, time I did um, that. Do you use a fight stick, sir? I have two fight sticks. I do not use either of them. I use a PlayStation 4 controller. Oh, okay. Which I purchased specifically for that. I was using an Xbox One controller, but I like the D-pad on the PS4 controller better. I tell you, man, that, that DualShock 4, that's a good controller. That's a real good controller. I'll have to get one. And you're playing that on the PC? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last but not least, uh, in in line with all the other early access to retail games that I've been playing, um, I was looking on the new release section of Steam last week and found out that Carmageddon Reincarnation had come out. Uh, for uh, to, for full retail release, and uh, for those of you who listen to the show, one of the first episodes I was on, I talked about Carmageddon Reincarnation. I have not been on this show for that long, and it was uh, not it was not in a place. What I can't remember. I don't remember. Um, what were you, what would you have been talking about then at that point? Well, because I had the I had the early access version. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah. Okay. So you have had, been playing early access. You've been around yeah. for. Okay. I had I had the early access version and it was not like I played an untextured, unoptimized, you know, like it was it was like this was one of those things where I was playing and I was going this game is going to be a while off, and then what? It's been three months maybe that I've been on the show and it's and suddenly they're they're like oh no it's out and it's available and it's ready for you to pay thirty dollars or whatever the cost of it is. Okay. So I reinstalled and I was like surely they haven't made any improvements to this game surely it's in a terrible state and um it's not. It runs really well. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, they've the, any any of the problems that I had with the early access version um, have mostly been fixed. The only problem that really hasn't been fixed is the game is still not very good. Right, still, okay, still not fun. I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, that's difficult to fix. I guess. I mean, I'm watching a video of it here, and it looks pretty much generic, sort of bump yeah. into stuff and kill, and there's some blood effects and stuff like that. I mean, I can't see anything that's telling me to buy it yeah i mean like you can win the race uh, most races by either going through all the checkpoints which takes forever or you can wreck all the other cars or you can kill all the pedestrians of which there are 700 so like any way you cut it a race is going to take you upwards of 15 to 20 minutes right and i I didn't find any fun and like in any of those and any of those strategies I didn't find any fun. So, I don't know. I and and I mean I played the shit out of Carmageddon 2 when I was a kid, but I was thinking back on it and I wonder if I just played it like in short spurts where I was like I just want to run over people. So, I'm going to load this game up and run over people. And that's what I, I did. I don't know. I mean, back in the day, where it was you know, we didn't have the 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 selection and maybe the depth in so many games that we have now. Probably as younger, we didn't have the selection that we have as adult library, you know, compared to the adult libraries we have now, compared to the hundreds of games that we just don't play. Right. Um, and the tolerance for, for crappy games, I think, was just more when you're younger, right? You just, yeah, I, oh, I think so, because you just are like, oh, this is a game that I have. 
Like when I was playing games on the Apple II, like it wasn't like I had a fucking vast array and, and a great selection of video games. Like I had three video games and that's what I played. Yeah. So maybe yeah. so. Maybe that's what it is. So yeah, but that's it. Uh, a lot of just stuff. Yes. Well, that's good. That's fair enough. That's a good list. I'm very pleased you finished a game. Yes. I've, uh, I've finished a game. I don't, you know what? I think I've bought less games this week than you have. Um, yes. Well, I talked last week. I got that humble bundle, which threw me out. Actually, I only really bought Lego Worlds this week. Um, I think. Yeah, I'm I don't think. Sure, so. Oh, wait. No, I did buy some. I bought some stuff that was on sale this week. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Uh, there it is. You forget. You just forget. It's like, it, 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 I don't know. Sure. Maybe like I did. food. Right, exactly. Did I have McDonald's today or did I go to Subway? It doesn't matter. You did it. You definitely ate. Right. So. Shall we move to news? Let's do some news then. News. Uh, news music. This is a great piece of news. The original news. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking new ground. I got a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. This just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? Um, news from Japan. News. Japan. So, uh, Fraser, I don't know how big of a Fallout fan you are, but if you're a Fallout fan, let me tell you, Fallout 4 is coming out this year. Yes, I'm all over that piece of news. I was uh, not a fan of Fallout 1 and 2. In fact, I was nowhere near a PC when those came out, so they completely passed me by. Fallout 3, I loved. Really? I, I played every piece of DLC and the complete game. I probably put 70 hours into that game. And I loved The Pit. The Pit is one of my favorite DLCs of all time. But the rest of that game, I don't know. A lot of brown. It is a lot of brown. brown. um, Steven said that before. You know, Planet Brown or whatever it is. Um, I I think I... It just... I had never played a game like it before. I'd never played Elder Scrolls. I never played Oblivion. Or may have played ten minutes of Oblivion or an hour or whatever. But when I played Fallout 3, I was just in the zone. I was just in mm. there. I was just super absorbed by it. And the fact that I could just go wandering and find a hole in the ground and then go into that hole in the ground and then find a pack of outlaws, bandit brothers or whatever, who I really had a challenge, you know, getting out of there alive, you know, fearing for my life every time I went down a stairwell. Um, I, it sucked me in. I loved it. I loved mm. it. I got a little bit bored maybe um, after a while, but um, I thought it was great. And, I mean, the reality is is that I can tell you that I felt I, – I remember being bored by it, but I couldn't have been that bored. I put 70 fucking hours in that game. Like I – maybe I just – maybe it was maybe it was expectations of it being better than it was. I don't remember. I, I just – I don't remember it as fondly as a lot of people do. However, uh, the trailer for Fallout 4 looks fantastic, and it looks like they've discovered other colors other than brown. Which yes, I am excited did. about. Well, I hope so. Yeah, I didn't pay the, uh, I didn't pay it too much attention. I just sort of quickly glanced at it because um, they're doing flashbacks on it, weren't they? The, yeah, you know, it's a so. great trailer. It's a great trailer. I mean, I, I don't think that there's a way that I don't play this game. I don't think so. I think that I, it's gonna be, it's gonna be whether or not I wait for the game of the year edition or I buy it and buy all the DLC piecemeal, piecemeal. Like, uh, right. Like I did. So yeah, Fallout Four, and it is coming this year. Um, because well, we this is the thing. No, go ahead. I I was going to say the thing I know. You know, it all happened very quickly. It was a big 
big, you know, it suddenly somebody was saying there were leaks. Then suddenly the trade, they, then they said they found the website or something early. Then mm-hmm. suddenly it was out. The, the trailer was out. And before I left work today, I got an email from Green Man Gaming telling me that I could buy it pre-order. Oh, yeah, so no. There's a pr- there's Everyone a knew on this one was coming. <laughs> right? So, um, uh, yeah, it all happened very quickly. So with pricing on the website and the ability to pre-order it now, it's got to be out before the end of the year? Well, um, the Bethesda has said they're never going to show a game at E3 twice, and they're showing this at E3. So it has okay. to come out before the next E3, and like this is not a game that they're going to release in you know March. This is a right. this is a fall title for them because this is their this is their tent this is one of their tent poles. Yep. So yeah, that's exciting. Um, one of those things where we all knew it was coming, but it's nice to finally know that it's coming. Yeah, but did we? I didn't. Really? You didn't? Did, oh, I, man. They've been talking. Uh, Fallout 4 has been something they've been talking about announcing for almost two years now. Like, it was supposed to be announced at last year's VGX. Yeah. Maybe I just, uh, you know. No. Until I see it. Until I see it, I see it, right? I guess. No, that's fair. Maybe no, no. It's a thing, so. That's fair. Yeah. Um, other announcements. XCOM 2. Uh, the sequel to uh, XCOM. Not to be confused with XCOM 2 Terror from the Deep. XCOM 2, the sequel to, I don't remember what, what was the XCOM game called. Do you remember? Enemy Unknown. Enemy Unknown, yes. Uh, sequel to that. Yeah, hero and le- hero, friend of the show, hero and legend Greg DeLacy, has been juicing his pants about this all week. Well, I mean, let's be fair. Uh, it looks fantastic. Uh, it takes place um, after the aliens have, over, have taken over Earth. So you have lost. Uh, I mean, XCOM 1 has ended and you lost. And so now you are a group of rebels. And the other interesting thing is that it is PC only, and they have confirmed that it's PC only. It didn't at first. It, people were like, "Oh, well, it'll probably come out for consoles." They just haven't announced yet. But no, the developers have said that they are doing PC only so that they can take advantage of PC hardware, as opposed to having to make sure that it works on consoles as well. Okay, so that's exciting. Not for Greg, it's not because <laughs> he's not a PC gamer. Well, he will be now. Yes, could be. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Did you I don't think this? there's? I don't think. I don't think the XCOM games are, are the sorts of games that are going to be super, super intensive on hardware. No, I don't either. That was. It will mean, but 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 of course, uh, PC gamers are like you see, you see what happens when they just do it for just PC. We don't have to deal with this downgraded crap. Yeah. Like God, the internet lost its shit over The Witcher Three being quote downgraded. Nah, whatever. <sighs> whatever. Uh, did you add this next piece, or did Steven? Uh, no, I didn't. 3D Realms Apogee artist James Story passes away, but I actually am aware of this because uh, Stu Lecky sent me um, the um, link to this. But I've got to be totally honest. I had no idea who the guy was. No, and I imagine that not very many people do. I, But I guarantee you, you have destroyed something he has made. He made um, a lot of the art for Duke Nukem. 3D, including the barrels that blew up. Yeah, I found that interesting. So that a lot of people were going, "Yeah, that barrel animation was really good." Yeah, and you know, he's sort of to be noted for doing the animation <laughs> of, of exploding barrels. He went, I found he'd go to industry meetings and be like, "Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah I'm the barrel guy. Yep, that's me. I'm the barrel guy." <laughs> hey, we need a barrel guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone knows your phone story. <laughs> so yeah, well, so, that's a shame. That is a shame. Always sad. Always sad for I'm stuff like sh- I'm that. I'm sure Steve is probably more aware of his work than any of us. Yes. 
Yes. Um, and apparently he is big in or went big into the remote control racing cars. RC cars, right? I don't RC racing, yeah. remote control racing, that sort of stuff. He had a website set up, which would tie in with Strulecki. Because I believe Strulecki is well, well, I know Strulecki is very much into his um, cars. Race cars? Petrol head. Uh, remote control. He goes remote control car racing with his um, son. Interesting. I believe, yeah. They go to right. um, meets. So, uh, certainly a nicer community than your. Um, oh, yes. Uh, fighting community well listen listen there are i, I imagine that uh, most kkk rallies are probably a little more accepting <laughs> than fighting game community get togethers no my uh, my neighbor uh, had a really nice like a gas-powered uh, rc car and i remember coveting that as a child they're loopy though aren't they oh yeah Just yeah see I've, my son's been talking about them i'd like to go out and go you know if i'm gonna go buy one i'm gonna go buy a decent one right i'm gonna go buy some crappy toys r us you're not gonna uh, go to thing. the shack you guys have the Radio yeah. Shack up there? Uh, we had this something similar called the Source, mm. um, sort of similar. I think they, they used to have Radio Shack here, but it disappeared. I don't think um, we have so Radio Shack anymore, to be honest with you. Radio Shack died, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, so I, I would like to go drop a few hundred dollars and get something you know that's half decent. Yeah, you know, I would do that typical thing that I do, which is I would research and find where the where the entry level is for having decent kit. Do we um, do we think gas powered is like on the upper end, or is that like uh, is that is that ga- like when you get gas powered, it's like all right, now you're serious about this? Um, I'm not too sure. I think um, I've I've seen gas powered cars maybe once or twice in my life, and the only thing huh. I remember about them is they're really fast. Yes, like stupidly fast. Yes, um, but then again, fast forward like you know ten years, and and some I saw some cars not long ago that were battery powered and, and they were really fast too so things have changed a bit hmm. um, i guess battery technologies and all that sort of stuff so and you have to build it, it what, right like if you want to if you want to earn your chops like you have to buy a kit that then you put together it doesn't come pre-assembled that's fine and i'm good with that and i would enjoy doing that my problem is how quickly i would get bored of doing that <laughs> you know what, what and not building it how quickly i would get bored of going out charging up batteries going outside and going around the road outside for a bit and then Yep. That would be it. So. You would spend more time building it than you would actually like driving it around? Probably. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'll get, all I need is the boy to pester me enough that I buy him one. <laughs> and therefore, I'm buying me one. Right, right exactly. The Homer so. bowling ball. Yes. Uh, all right. So, uh, there was a weird rumor that started last week, or two weeks ago, I should say, at this point. Um, no, it was last week. That that Microsoft was trying to buy the rights for Silent Hills away from Konami, so that they could that. make and publish it. And it was one of those rumors that showed up, that cropped up on some no-name site. And then, of course, NeoGaf jumped on it, and like all the NeoGaf threads were closed about it because everyone's like, "This is bullshit." But then IGN picked it up, like, "Oh, hey, this might actually be a thing that's happening." So there was this renewed, "Oh shit!" Like this might actually be a real thing. This would be really cool. And then Phil Spencer tweeted, "No, this is not a thing that's happening, and I don't want to mislead you guys. We are not doing this." So, yeah. Well, I admire that. The thing I had, yes. before, I, I remember reading before that Phil Spencer said anything was somebody said that Microsoft had responded already and said, "We Microsoft does not comment on rumors." Right. And then Microsoft did comment on rumors. Right. Well, so. I think I think Phil Spencer is really trying to regain the trust of. 
the video game quote video game community because I think that all that stuff with the Xbox One kind of soured a lot of people. Even though that DRM stuff would have been so cool, would have been so cool. We really fucked yeah. that one up, bitching about that. Anyway, so yeah, uh, Silent Hills is dead. We need to come to terms with that. We all need to accept that as a, as a people and move on. I've got to sit and watch the PT demo. Oh, or God. I've got to catch a plane and come to see you. I don't own it. And play it. I oh, I thought it. you had it. No, my Steve friend had knows. it. I had to go to a friend's house to play it. Oh, that's right. Steve's got it, but I didn't have time. <laughs> I know we're only visiting with Steve for a few hours, but... Uh, Do you mind if I just, just come leave. downstairs real quick? <laughs> where it's I cool? I just live room to myself for, for a couple of hours. Oh. Um, I've got to no, yeah, that game on is... YouTube. That game is... All right, that game's incredible. Anyway, uh, next story. Steam is offering refunds now, which is something that they have uh, notoriously not done in the 10 years or so, 11 years since they since uh, it has existed. Um, but, yeah, now if you request a refund within the first two weeks of the purchase and you have less than two hours of playtime, uh, they will most likely grant it to you. There are also extenuating circumstances that if you request a refund for something that's you know beyond two weeks or that you've played more than two hours and you have a good enough reason, they will give it to you. Uh, the only stipulation they say that is is that if they can tell that you are abusing the service, they will stop offering you refunds. But this is a this is a good step. Um, Steam's support is notoriously awful. Yeah, well, the problem with Steam is, I mean, they're just... Everyone uses it. They have a massive customer base, Mm -hmm. but they're not set up to deal with... Well, I mean, it's difficult, isn't it, with digital digital media, how... I think we're still new. I mean, I'm trying to wrap my head around it a bit. How do we solve the problems of just being disgruntled customers and getting the service? I mean, I've never been a disgruntled Steam customer. Right. I haven't. You know, in the th- in the six years or whatever, I've been been using Steam, but it could possibly happen at some point. I mean, it's a numbers game with however many millions and millions of subscribers out there. They have to address some problems, right? Exactly, and and and, it, and it's 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 hopeful that that they're. I mean, like yes, it took ten years or whatever, but there have been a lot of negative Steam uh, customer support stories. I feel like in the last year or so. So I think that yeah, addressing that. Especially on the eve of uh, whatever this VR thing that they're going to announce is, I think that it's it's important that they kind of get that wrangle that shit together. Yeah, yeah. And then the last news story of the day, um, which links directly to refunds, uh, the Steam Summer Sale is probably going to start on June 11th. Oh, cool! When's that? Uh, that is a week from tomorrow. Tomorrow. A Great. week from tomorrow. Uh, that's according to the Russian IGN site uh, that uh, something leaked about that. And most times those leaks are are pretty good. Um, the other the other sign that it's coming is that the the card set for the summer sale has already shown up as a mystery game card set. Okay. Everyone's got yeah. it. So right. um, that that usually shows up ten days before the sale starts, and it showed up June first. So. I um, didn't go to college, but that math works out. Okay, Easy, Sherlock. <laughs> do you know, <laughs> Fraser? Do you know what else is on June eleventh? Uh, yes. No, I don't. <laughs> Fraser, we're going to talk about E three. We're going to talk about E three on June eleventh. Oh, okay. <laughs> on this very program. 
Yes, that's right. I do know about that. I was just about to say, because I, I, I actually have to visualize my calendar hanging on my wall in my office. And I know around then there is some stuff going on. But it's yep. the 16th, which is the big one. Yes. Which is my daughter's dance recital. Well, <laughs> I don't care about your, your well, there you go. show can go <laughs> rot in a dungeon, as far as I'm concerned. I have to go to this dance recital. My life is not worth living. <laughs> or else you will not have any RC cars in your future. <laughs> no, there will be no future. <laughs> uh, so yeah, on June 11th, we're going to do it live. And obviously there will be a recorded version as well. Um, I think we're going to start at 9 Eastern. I think that's what we decided on. Uh, something like that. Around yeah. about then. Yeah. Uh, you'll get an announcement if you follow our Twitch channel. Yeah, so we're going to hook up with the Bull Punchers boys, of which you are sort of still one. I am still one. You are one. Yes, I am one. one. So, yes. June 11th, E3, pre-E3, and then we will probably do a couple more E3 shows with various numbers or with a various number of people uh, from Game Punchers and Bullshot, depending on who is available. There, E3, that time when there will be an absolute glut of podcasts arriving in your um, podcast player of choice. Yes, and all of them equally important because everyone has an important opinion about everything. Uh, Yes. It'll be interesting. So uh, do you want to do the charts since I feel like I've been talking for an hour now? Charts? Okay, right. Uh, Let's go. Where are we? What time is it? Oh, it's good, man. We can make good time. I'm actually shattered today, so we're doing good time. Uh, Charts? Right, here we go. Cue the chart music. There it is. Uh, Charts now. This is the UK charts. I've actually labeled them the West, but every time I see FIFA in the list, I think that's cheating a bit, so it's probably (laughs) not... Um, the UK charts. So uh, I'm going to go from 15 up. 15 at number 15, it's COD R. All right. Four, t- yes, still in there. At number 14, Far Cry 4. Uh, 13 is Minecraft, the PlayStation edition. At number 12, it's Wolfenstein: The Odd Blood. At number 11, Dying Light, which is very much on my radar. I've got to yeah. play that at some point. I'm just waiting for. A price drop either on the bone or the um, PC. It's yep. probably going to be PC at some point. Um, oh, Steam sale. You never know. You never know. It's been out around about that length of time now. A good 50% off could uh, could get me there. Um, at number 10, Minecraft, the Xbox edition. At number 9, Mortal Kombat 10. Because you call yes. it 10, not X, right? Yes, it is 10. Uh, it is 10. At number 8, Destiny. At number 7, Project Cars. At number 6, uh, another game I'm interested in playing, Battlefield Hardline. Yeah, waiting you for a sale the- on that one. I have not played it. I'd Same. Just waiting for a sale. Right, yeah. This next one's weird. Boat. Uh, yeah, John and I covered this. We have no idea what is going on with the world. Uh, cats are laying down with dogs. <laughs> at number 5 is Farming Simulator 15. Uh, loads of people, I think, have gone and made a big mistake. Um, I don't know how that one's just got, got... I don't know what's going on there. We, it's an anomaly. Well, but listen, when I remember when Deer Hunter was the biggest thing in computer games. Like, Deer Hunter dwarfed every other computer game release. And I wonder if it's that same type of phenomenon, where it's like people that don't play video games are like, Farming Simulator? Fuck, yes, that's what I want to do. I want to plant shit. I do. I'm getting a bit of a farming simulator buzz, but again, you know what? I read the reviews. So, people, I guess there's just a lot of people who don't read reviews, right? Yeah. Oh, it's at number five. Right, it must be good then. 
<laughs> so, I think it's a fi- sort of the fire that feeds itself, right? Right. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, number four. FIFA. <laughs> number three. Corruption G-tab. edition. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we haven't mentioned that. No. That's great news. No, I mean, we don't need to talk about FIFA. I, was spent, I, t- I went out for uh, lunch with my wife today, which was a very nice uh, way to spend uh, an hour or two. And I bored her shitless by talking about FIFA for the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Uh, at number three is GTAV. At number two, Splatoon. And this I is on my radar. Uh, it, oh, you know what? It, uh, it sounds good. Everybody's saying good, but I look at it and I look at those characters and I'm just like, Ugh. I know, I know. But a lot I of know. people are talking pretty highly of it. Yeah. So we shall see. And number one, and number and no, number one, Steve's favorite, The Witcher Three: Wild Hunt. I think we should point out to the people that we saved them 45 minutes of talking about The Witcher by not having Steve on tonight. Yes. They're welcome. Yes, you are welcome. <laughs> We're grateful. <laughs> you should be grateful. <laughs> I'm getting better though. Reel the old guy in. I, I, well, you know, I was wondering how that was going to play out. To be honest with you, I was really like, how is how what is Fraser going to do? Like, what is? I've got the sort of the tell signs, right? So first of all, <laughs> I stop listening, okay, and do stuff. Probably start serving the internet, right? Once I've gone through the first three pages of Reddit, then, <laughs> then, <laughs> and my eyes have glazed over and my tea's cold, then I know it's probably to start. It's time to start considering <laughs> reeling them in. <laughs> Is that right, Steve? <laughs> All right. Before I get myself in trouble with the boss. Uh, you feel like doing some Japan? Uh, I will try and do some Japan charts. At number 10 for the 3DS, I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to do it as well as Steve does. Maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll just do a deadpan because that's what I'm best You know at. what? You can do a deadpan because what's important about these Japan charts, actually, um, sorry to break your stride there, no. is um, we were having a laugh actually today because normally we get our charts from VG charts and they're mm-hmm. terrible, well, we used to, and they're terribly behind. And apparently we found out today that you can apply to get the pro version, which gives you up-to-date charts. It costs about $4,000 a year. That ain't going to happen ever. Yeah, as much exactly. as we love doing the As much as we love the Japan charts, not going to happen. <laughs> um, so I do have to troll around a bit to try and find up-to-date Japan charts. I found these ones. These are bang up-to-date Japan yeah, charts. Yeah, these look, these look, these look up-to-date. Because at number 10 for the 3DS, it's Bravery 2nd. Uh, at, number, at number nine uh, for the 3DS, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Number eight for the PS Vita, it is Abune Koi no Sosa Shitsu Eternal Happiness. Because you know, Shitsu, et- Shitsu Eternal <laughs> Happiness. <that's>... Every time. <laughs> sure. Uh, number seven for the PS4, it is the Final Fantasy X Ten Two HD Remaster. Um, number six for the Wii U, it is Mario Kart Eight. Number five for the 3DS, it is Style Savvy 3. Which I think is the same as Girls 3. Depending on where I grab the charts from, the names change. Ah. Uh, number four for the PS Vita, it is Lovely Cross... I'm sorry, Lovely Cross Cashin? Is that Cashin? Is that what that is? I don't know. Uh, I one don't know. and two. So both. So that's good. That both of them have appeared on there. Uh, number, three for the- <laughs> number three for the 3DS... Puzzle and Dragons Super Mario Brothers Edition. Uh, everyone says this is a great game. I haven't charged my 3DS in quite a while. 
so I don't know. Uh, number two for the PS Vita, it is Minecraft PlayStation Vita Edition. And number one for the PS4, it is The Witcher Wild Hunt. Mm-hmm. So. So. The Witcher. It's all about The Witcher. But don't worry, folks, because Steve will buy something else before next week. And he'll... <laughs> The Witcher will be discarded into the bin. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. There's 200 hours of of material in The Witcher that he can mine out. So that is your charts. There it is. Right. Okay. Very good. Uh, Where are we? How are we doing time-wise? Not because I'm going to change anything, just because I'm I'm just curious. We're going to hit the hour mark. That's good. Hour 10. I've got an hour 10 in my recording right now. Yeah, very good. That's fine. Um, not that I'm going to change anything. I'm just curious. Uh, community question of the week. You know, Epic Scotsman sent us, uh, our friend of the show, Reese, sent us his question last week. Hey there, Game Punches crew. Uh, Epic Scotsman here. Just want to say hi, first of all, and uh, great podcast as always, guys. It's been really tight recently, especially with the addition of fish. You're awesome, dude. Um, I'd like to apply to Fraser's human centipede of not buying games before you complete the ones you've got. Because uh, I'm very guilty of that as well, and you had me feeling bad in the last podcast. Um, if it could be arranged that I could be sort of in between John and Fraser, that would be that'd be cool. You know, I, I could settle for that. Who wants to be front and back? That's fine with me. But you know, as long as I get those two. Um, <laughs> also, if anyone uh, wants to become long lost cousins with me and do um, some Steam sharing, I'm up for that. Uh, especially Fish, because he has billions of games. <laughs> um, so that'd be cool. Also, I have a question for you. Um, I've recently realised that I, I like to keep mental lists of stuff in my head. So I have a top five albums of music I like and top five series of TV and all this sort of stuff. I realise I have a top three of games for some reason. And they're like a holy trinity to me. Because um, there's games I really love and then there's like these games and they're like, you know, they tower on a pedestal above the rest. I was wondering... Do you guys have something like that? Do you like have a top five, but there are some in there that are just clearly way above, or do you know just have like some games that you just hold up, hold up high, and nothing else touches? Uh, in case any of you are curious, my top three are Mass Effect Two, Persona Four Golden, and ah uh, Portal Two. That's it. I can't believe I forgot that. So um, thanks very much, guys. Uh, keep up the great work as always, and uh, see ya. Peace. Peace. Okay, well, thanks for that question, Reese. Uh, you said to us that you're... I'm just going to go through Mass Effect 2. Well, we've already... Um, Fish and I have already come to... Not to blows. We need to, he's already, know, we need to have a show where I just tell you why you're wrong about Mass Effect 2. <laughs> <laughs> just to devote an entire hour to that. <laughs> yeah. You can go through Reddit. You can drink. You can wait for your tea to get cold. <laughs> It'll be fine. I don't think um, I'm not sure that I've ever said I've never badmouthed the game just um, I did play it for quite a while but then I just got a little bit lost on it anyway this is old ground again Uh, Persona 4 Golden I'm not familiar with the Persona games I'm not either I played the old Shin Megami Tensei games on PS2 but I have not played Persona 4 Portal 2 we all know yes and love Mm -hmm. although I always hold Portal 1 higher than I hold Portal 2 that's, Not because it's the better game, because it has a place in my heart. And that's um, what we're after here. Yes, we are. Right, I don't think I can come up with a... Can I come up with a top five? I'm not going to come up. I'm only going to give you two. I've got two? two? Okay, fine. Well, we'll take two. Okay, go on. Give me... Uh, I could probably come up with... 
I, you know what? I can come up with a few. Well, why don't you go, and then I'll and I'll give you my two. Um, okay, I'm going to run through some years. If I have to go back back in the day, actually, Steve's not here, but if I had to go right back to the Specky days, I'm going to say Bruce Lee for the Spectrum. Okay. Um, it was a true two-player game. You could play two-player. Uh, could you play two-player co-op? Yeah, you could play two-player co-op. Well, one person played Bruce Lee and the other person played a ninja, which was fantastic. So I remember playing my, my sister and I playing that game. It was just brilliant. Just I feel like I played a of that. port of that for the Apple II. Um, Maybe. It was on the um, Commodore 64 as well. Yeah. So it did the rounds. Um, if we jump forward, oh, you know what? Been around a while, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. Since you know the this, dawn of video this, games. This is one of those things you could do your whole show on. Right. Okay. Forget it. I mean, I could pick any, pick all the consoles and go back and have, have things to, to choose from. Uh, Ocarina of Time. Would definitely be in there. It's a game I just continually love. I, I, I'm overdue playing through it again. Um, that's for sure. I tried to narrow down Metal Gear. Um, which one that might be, I don't know. Probably two or three. It's difficult to say. Mm-hmm. Two is a fantastic, just a fantastic game. I love them both. Um, and, uh, you know, those would be my top two. Okay. I think. Pretty um, generic, really. But eh, not as generic as mine, because mine are going to be. Uh, uh, I'm echoing. Uh, I'm echoing. Uh, what uh, what did you say? Rhesus's real name? Not epic. I could call him Epic Scotsman. You can call him Epic Scotsman. He's actually Welsh, and his name's Reese. It's all. It's my world is a lie. Everything about my. <laughs> it's all a lie. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Mass Effect Two is my favorite game of all time. Uh, the that game uh, to this day is one that I uh, could go back and play through the whole way through and enjoy just as much uh, just as much as I enjoyed it the first time. And I don't know why that is. Um, I think it has to do with just the world building that that game does and the fact that it doesn't give a shit about the Mass Effect storyline as much as it has gives a shit about the mass effect world and i i just i find that so uh, i don't know it's almost like it's almost like this romantic look at the mass effect world and i just i really really enjoy that game um and yeah like there are characters in that game that are among my favorite characters like my favorite video game character of all time is legion i that the the stuff that you find out from talking to legion in that game and for the people who haven't played it this is going to be nothing new but bear with me um, the stuff that you find out that opens up uh, more about that world that you find out from Legion uh, is some of the most memorable stuff I've have had playing a video game. Just just the fondest memories playing that game. Um, but I think that the best video game, like that's my favorite. But I think I don't think I was just a... looking up a picture of him. So yeah, he joins your team, right? Yes, he joins your team. And I think... and and for great re- like it's one of those things where when you see him, you go oh. Eh. All right, how are we going to make this work? And then, like, it makes work, and you go. It makes it work, and you go. Well, of course, that's how it would work. Like, of course, this is why he's a member of your team, and of course, like, this is like for those of you who don't know, he's a Geth, and the Geth in the first game are the villains. They are the personification of uh, the bigger villains, but they are like the they are the main bad guys of that game. And then in the second game, a Geth joins your squad, but it's like it, the way that they go about it is just brilliant. Um, 
but I think I don't think there's a better game than Portal Two. I think Portal Two is a perfect video game. Uh, I wow! Can... Look at you guys, all best friends. Yeah, no, I I think Portal Two is a perfect video game. I play that game once a year, and once a year I try to find things that are wrong with it, and I just can't. Like mm. everything from the way that levels are designed, that like they subcon they they tickle your subconscious to help you get through them is just brilliant, and just like. There are there are design decisions that they made and tweaks that they have made where when you throw out a portal and you may have missed your mark like it may have been like especially if it's like a if it's a as a puzzle where like you're moving and you have to throw portals while you're moving nine times out of excuse me nine times out of 10 the game will just give it to you and that's such a brilliant design like gimme that also is yeah. a, it's like a no-brainer, but it's also just brilliant because so many games would make you have the precision to do it correctly. But Portals decided no, this is more about this is more about the journey than it is the mechanics, and we want you to feel. It almost instills this like feeling of I can't fuck up because I am so good at this game, and I don't know. There's the, so much stuff about that game just on a psychological level. I think it's just so well done. I I don't think there's a better video game than Portal Two. Right. So there it is. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. <sighs> I need to play that game again. I, every year, man. Every year I play that game. I love that. I Actually, love that I think game. what I have to do that is when you're overdue for playing it again. Because I never got the two-player experience with it. Oh, and the two-player... Uh, Placky and I played through that. Because that came out right when, right when PSN was down for all that time. So he had to come over here and we had to play it together that way. And I love right. Blackie to death. I, I mean, like, Blackie is an acquired taste. I will not argue that. But I love Blackie to death. But he's not very good at video games. <laughs> likes his but, craft beer, though. Right. No, he does. He loves his craft beer. How do you know um, someone likes craft beer? <laughs> how do you know? How, how do you know someone loves craft beer? To tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a, <laughs> how do you know someone runs a 40k or runs, a, is a, like, runs track and field? Because they tell you about it constantly. <laughs> um... No, uh, he uh, – so when he was over here, like, we were struggling to get through it, but, like, he didn't really struggle. And that was kind of, like, another thing about that that clicked in my head. Like, I was like, I know – like, I know he's not great at video games, but he, like, he, we we nailed all that co-op stuff. And, what, like, it, to the point where, like, we got to one – there was one particular um, level where we were just like, oh, fuck you, we will never do this. And it took us two, two tries and we did it. Yeah, so, yeah. that's cool. I love that game. Did you play it split screen? Yeah, we played it split screen because PSN was down and I bought it on the PlayStation because you got the, the Steam version for free, but he didn't have a computer that could run it anyway. So we uh, had to you play it. You see, that's what I should do. I should really consider... My boy is getting to the point where he can start to do this. He could yeah. do it. This could be good for us. Yes. This could be good. Oh, it's yeah. a great... It's a great... Co- and it's like, you know, completely nonviolent. But it's also like it's got a really adult sense of humor in not like a, a bad way, but in like a, a you know a mature yep. sense of humor, I should say. But yep. again, even that's Brilliant. wrong. You know, whatever. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Put that on my to do list. Thank you. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Reese. Appreciate that. Um, thanks very much for sending that in. We encourage everyone to uh, send us in questions when they like uh, or recordings or whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. Um, Wyatt, I have not forgotten you. You sent in a question, but uh, you did put in the caveat of whether we could leave it um, to raise the question when we do next week's show. So I'm going to do that. All if right. If you don't mind. 
Works for me. And uh, no quiz because quiz with two does not work. <laughs> um, do you want to do the shout outs to the social media, love? Uh, sure, I can, I can, I can shout out to the social media people. We have uh, Richard Natras, Natras, Nat- Natras, yeah. I, uh, Ian Chadwick, Pixel, Pixelope, Pilch, uh, Stu Lecky, Ready Player Two, the Same Coin Guys, Wyatt May, Ethel the Frog, Jason King, the Boss Wave Podcast, Sam G, and and then everyone else. <laughs> Everyone else, yeah. Uh, probably if, um, shout out to Soul Brother for joining us tonight in the yes. chat. Yeah, sorry um, about the streaming just... thing, guys. I don't. I think it's. I think it's got to be my setup. So I will. Maybe. I will look into that next week. For we'll next get week. it figured out one day. Um, anyone else I've missed on? I tried to pick up everything I could on the social media stuff or whatever. If I've missed you out, I apologize. Um, I'll try and yep. catch you next time. Feel free to send us anything you want. <sighs> Are we done? I think that's enough. I think we've, I think we've, you know what? I think we put in a show. I, I think, think we have. Oh, that was one of the things why, because I nearly forgot it because we didn't listen to Reese's. Reese, you have a fantastic voice for radio, for podcasting. Um, I just wanted to say that. So that's that. All right. And saving so that, Sarah Connor from future cyborgs as well. Uh, yes. Yes. I'm not quite sure I understand that, but yes. That's the only other Reese that I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, right, okay, good. Well, um, right, end of the show. Um, I'll just do the wrap-up, shall I? Sure, do it. All right, see you later. <laughs> How's that for a wrap-up? Oh, that's great. Uh, no, that's thanks, perfect. Thanks, thanks very much. We're on Twitch uh, next week. So, yes, as um, Fish told us and reminded me, next week, Thursday, we'll be recording the show. We'll be doing the Bull Punchers podcast with Jim. Uh, we're going to see a, um, a little lesser-spotted Dave Thulu. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I, he is. I, he will not be attending. He is apparently up to his neck in other responsibilities. Okay, so we'll have Placky, uh, Placky Fish, me, Steve, John. Uh, hopefully, all of us there. That will be good. So please join us for that. You can find us on Twitter at Game Punchers Pod. I am at Frasermoo, F R A S E R M O O, and I am at the Jesus Fish. Fish, fish. I, always, I don't know why I can't say my own damn name. It is uh, T-H-E-J-E-S-U-S-F-I-S-H. No surprises there in the no. spelling? No. Um, Steve's at Chambango. John's at John Lovely. Uh, I'm not spelling them out because they didn't turn up. And uh, GamePunchers.com is our website. Find us on... I'm losing my voice is going. <clears throat> it's a T. The yeah. T's gone cold. There's no T. I haven't had any T. Well, I've got two cups of podcast. Co- Two cups of day old tea here. I nearly drank one of them. Just oof, practically puke if I do that. Uh, yes, you can find us in all the normal places. Thanks very much for listening. Until next time. Wizard. Wizard.